0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, welcome to show number 42 of Smokin' and Toastin'. This is the program that is all about craft beer and fine spirits and hand-rolled cigars. My name is Cruz, my good friend and co-host, Ian Barry, is here. How are you doing this week? I'm good, and when I say here, it's not... Here, where we usually are in the studio, because we're on location this live week, live on location, and this is a presidential cigar. It's the first time I've been in here. I'm already like totally crazy about this place. I love <laughs> so, it. This we're in the with the they call furniture the, in here is amazing. We're what they in what they call the executive lounge, right? Yes, yes. Uh, presidential cigars. So we're we're sitting in these like great posh leather chairs. There's an old a football game on the monitor up there with John Madden on color commentary. And uh, best of all, it's like, if this was your house and you said, hang on a second, I have to go to my humidor. Imagine that, like walking into that and that being your humidor, right? (laughs) It's a a nice big humidor, too.
1: I love the smell of humidor. I love when you walk into a place and you walk into that humidor, the first waft of air is so good. Oh, it's, It's it's
0: just the best. In fact, I think among... Uh, probably more than anything else, that was what convinced me that I wanted to check out cigars back in the day. Was walking into a humidor and going, "Wow, I like this. This is not like the cigarette thing at all. This is like this is this is awesome." So, uh, so we're at Presidential Cigars in Spring, Texas. Uh, we're at one six eight eighty Stubner Airline Road. Uh, and we are uh, really excited to be here. Uh, we're going to be talking with Raphael from uh, from Presidential Cigars. And then we also have a special guest on from... Uh, and you pronounce it for me so I don't get it wrong because I've been saying coffee, it wrong all the cigars? time. Cigars? Coffee? Coffee? Coffee. Coffee, yeah. coffee. coffee Cigars. A, coffee. Yeah. Gotcha. So okay. it's one of those that I've seen the name, but I've had absolutely... No idea how to pronounce it. So now uh, we know. So uh, Kathy's rep is here. He has actually provided some cigars for us. I which just, lit mine. just lit you uh, have just lit. I did. I just lit and, mine. Uh, and so tell me a little bit about uh, what you're smoking. I mean, he can tell us more about the composition, but what is well, it? Well, yeah,
1: he's going to have to tell us more about the cigar itself. But I will tell you, the pre-light sniff on this was really nice, very earthy. Um, it's a Maduro wrap, beautiful, dark, oily wrap on it. The construction looks impeccable. Yeah. Uh, the long veins on the leaf running down. Um on the outside, the wrapper's real pretty. It's a great presentation. And this is a, uh, uh, what was this, a Corona size that yeah. I have here. Um, the pre, uh, pre-light draw is a little chocolatey with a little mm-hmm. spice to it, a little earth to it as well. And uh, it's a little bit tight, but not in a bad way, a little bit, uh, a little bit more than uh, a standard cigar. It's not effortless, but it's a good draw. It's, it's substantial. Yeah. Yeah, 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 got it, got it. Uh, so.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to lighting mine up. You know, coffee is one of the oldest – Cigar families in Honduras is what I found out doing a little uh, research on the cigar place so i 'm really excited to find out more and know more about this line because this is a new cigar to me i've never smoked one of these i 've never had one of these either so that's exciting. We also have some great tasting on the show today. Uh, we brought along some very interesting beers victory brewing's summer love ale will be our opener it 's uh, the probably the lightest of the beers we're sampling today, and uh, you know I used to live a very short drive from the Victory Brewing Company when I lived in uh, the suburbs of uh, Philadelphia. And Victory Brewing is in Downingtown, uh, Pennsylvania, and they make some incredible beers. In fact, their Hop Devil IPA was the first IPA that I ever had that just, like, set me down on my ass. <laughs> like, wow, are you kidding me? That's a lot yeah, of hop. Yeah, so it's <laughs> a lot of hop, yeah. Uh, so uh, But this, this won't be that hoppy. This is their Summer Love Ale. Um, plus... Bells from Michigan will be uh, sampling the Bells Am I Right or Amarillo you know Uh, I love Bells
1: stuff I've I've loved Bells ever since like the first time I had it on the East Coast, and it's just a fantastic brewery. And Bells is from Michigan. You got a it brother is. in Michigan, right? I've got actually no. I've got a lot of family. My parents were from Michigan. Okay, and so I've got a lot of family in Michigan. So I've gone up there quite a few times. But you can get it up north. You, can, you couldn't get it down here until what last uh, five months? Maybe oh, four was, months. Yes, four or five it months. Just opened that's right. up this market, and I'm so excited about it.
0: And I'm just slowly but surely working my way through all of the different uh, styles and and. Uh, and kinds because they've yeah, got well, a, and, and a pretty broad is, family we, of beers. Like,
1: we've talked about Bells enough times to where when we get the Bells rep on at some point in
0: time, we won't have anything to talk <laughs> about. We're just <laughs> going to have to right. smoke cigars. <laughs> oh we'll, we'll just hang out. And we'll, we'll talk about John Madden. Um, so, <laughs> what you got to um, do is
1: you got to get the beer, and you open the beer, and
0: then you drink the beer. And that's how you get drunk. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my Maddenism. <laughs> uh, we also have the founders. Car- uh, is it Carmageddon? Is that the way you say it? Carmageddon? Car- curmudgeon Carmudgeon. Oh, well, you're right. It's not Carmageddon. That's a different thing. <laughs> Carmageddon uh, is I'm thinking league. of like a show on like the FX network or something. It's Carmudgeon. Uh, no, founders, uh, founders, Carmudgeon old ale brewed with molasses and oak aged. And when I pulled this out of the cooler, you said, oh, I love that beer. So that you've, is a you've beautiful obviously and fantastic this beer. Before. I haven't so. found
1: anything for founders that I don't think is amazing, though. Yeah. Founders uh, is just one of those breweries. That is breweries a good brewing company. They're amazing.
0: Now, tell me, uh, Ian, uh, you brought... Uh, the whiskey, and it's a Knob Creek, but it's not just your regular this Knob Creek, is not Creek, your is average
1: Knob Creek. As a matter of fact, this is a single barrel reserve, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey from Knob Creek, and it says barrel number 4075, hand-selected by Houston Whiskey Social.
0: Oh, the Houston Whiskey Social. So we should probably mention the guys from Houston Whiskey Social were on the show a couple of weeks ago. Yes. And both of us were at the Whiskey Social last week. Yes. And wow. What an event that was.
1: Let me just point out if you missed that, boy did you miss out. It was
0: something else. There you was... and I were both there. Our wives were both there. Everybody was having a blast. Yeah, there was... were
1: many whiskeys to be had and yeah. so many good ones.
0: I I don't I think there were more whiskeys there than I knew there were whiskey companies. You know, and
1: uh a lot of it was just the high-end craft stuff, you know. A yes. lot of scotches, a lot of whiskeys. Man, I had such a great time. There were so many good good ones there. Uh, I, I had a great time hanging out with the Glenn Morangi rep for a while. Mm-hmm. He was so excited talking about, uh, like, pairing his... Scotches with different uh, cigars and things mm-hmm. like
0: that. Well, wow, that we're gonna have to get that guy on. Yes, for sure. We we met a number of people that I think mm-hmm. will be future guests on the show uh, at that, and it was just a great time. And to the whiskey social guys, uh, you guys really threw a hell of an yeah, event. It was it. It. It, was just, it. it was it was just it was just absolutely awesome. So that was great. And and this was a whiskey that you got. Um, that was something. This is a chosen knob, specially for right. them. Right. This
1: is the only place you could get it. Was at that show, and you're not even like they had a at the very end of it. If you had a VIP, you ended up with a bottle on the way home.
0: Which I understand that they couldn't say they couldn't anything say about that because no. that would have put them in. Uh, right, right. they're not whatever, selling but, yeah. it. They're not right. selling it. But yeah. as
1: a, as a, talk door about price, a goodie bag, so to speak. Yeah, talk about a goodie and, bag. Um, and the only place you could get this particular barrel, this was hand selected uh, by the Houston Whiskey Social. So I'm assuming uh, Christopher and Ywante. Uh, Yes. had their hands in this, this so and to speak. It. Yes, and, I bet um, they did. <laughs> right? And, uh, and so it was. I was glad to get a bottle of this. So, By the way, so those fantastic.
0: guys want to go drinking and smoking with you and me. Oh, we're on it. Oh, we're so on like, Yes, yeah. those, those guys so are we'll a party waiting to that. happen. I'm, we I'm, will be planning so that. totally with that. Um, so I have a special report, and I think this will be a good time to get into it right here at the beginning of the show, because in the next segment, we're going to be uh, bringing our guests on uh, from here at Presidential Cigars and uh, from Coffee you lay it on Cigars. Me, what you got? I have a special report. And this is just my observation, so it's what it's what you would call an editorial report. But I'm telling you, I'm I'm right on the money with this. All right, big beer is in big trouble, and I saw this with my own eyes, and it's my report from last night at NRG Stadium in Houston, Texas, at the YouTube. So concert. what happened? So first of all, well, first of all, hold on. Before we get to that, how was the concert? Oh, they rocked! It was. Awesome. It was. In fact, I'll just say this. They reminded me why for about 10 years in the late 80s and early 90s, they right. were my favorite band. Like, they were, it was like, they were one of those bands that, like, you sort of like, I loved them, and then, yeah, I kind of moved on to other things. And, like, they reminded me why I loved them so much. They were nice, fantastic. Nice. So they were doing the whole they, Joshua they Tree tour. They were one of my and, first
1: concerts I ever so, went to with the oh, Pixies opening up. Oh, man, what a show. <laughs> How about what that? What
0: a show. So I'm, I'm going into the uh, Energy Stadium, and if you've been there for a, You know, a sporting event or a Texans game or... Mm, I was uh, there
1: for the rodeo recently. For the rodeo,
0: okay. So you know how it is. They've got all the long walkways around Uh and they've got uh, different food and beverage stations, right? Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, uh, Aramark, I think, is their distributor. Right, right. So they're going to work with the beers that Aramark has relationships with and that's who's going to be stocked. But I'm walking past this incredibly long line. I'm like, oh, that's the merch line. Then I see a longer line. This is like while the Lumineers were on, so U2 wasn't on yet. And the longer line was to a little booth that had a Goose Island sign above it. And they were pouring Goose Island and then a couple things like Line and Kugels and a couple other things there, right? So big long line for that. I keep walking because I'm still trying to find my seats. And just a few steps down is a Bud station. Four people in line. Four people. Then I walk a little bit further. There's another craft beer thing with several different, like, craft. And let's just say... like When when I was there, they had, like, uh, Shiner and Stella and uh a few others like that. Right. So so there's another thing that has some craft and then some things like you're talking about. Right, right. Line is 30 people deep. I keep walking Miller, three people. That's crazy. And I thought, okay, this demographic... I mean, you two fans are not, like... Your twenty-one-year-old, twenty-two-year-old, first-time beer drinkers. These are people who are like they've been listening to the band. They've been drinking beer for a number of years, right? And they have migrated, my friend, to higher-end brands. That's why big beer is in. Big trouble. Now they'll offset that by buying all these small things, and that's a whole all other. All your thing beers are belong we, to us. <laughs> it's the, that is the greatest. I am going to find that shirt, and I am going to get that for you for uh, uh, for your birthday this <laughs> so year. Funny. That is that is so good. Uh, in a related story, which we'll cover later on this weekend in San Diego, there'll be a plane flying above the um, above the uh, on the on the skyline above the horizon that is going to be flying a. Big uh, banner that says Tin Barrel is not craft beer Ten Barrel was one of the Earliest craft breweries To be bought by one of the big boys and there's a plane flying a protest banner this weekend. So anybody that's in San Diego, be looking for that. So we'll talk about that. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what's up? You know, this, the, the landscape is changing. So we'll talk about all that, and we'll talk about how happy we are. I'm just enjoying smelling your cigar. I'm going to light mine uh, during the break. We're live from Presidential Cigars in spring on Stubner Airline, and we'll be back with Raphael from Presidential Cigars. Welcome back! It's smoking and toasting. The show is all about craft beer, fine spirits, and hand rolled cigars. You My say that's
1: so gregarious. I actually feel welcomed back. Well, I love that. You should be welcomed back.
0: <laughs> you know, it's good to see you again for this segment. Uh, you know, for those who are uh, maybe new to the show, we basically do the show in five segments. It's just sort of like, I don't know. It's the way that you grow up doing it. If you've been in the radio business, which I have so you just get used to things being kind of structured that way and it works but most importantly it gives us time to take a quick break in between segments and do things like like a cigar, which I just did. Like let a I'm cigar, potty really, break, you know. Yeah, really, really excited about uh, the coffee, 1901 Maduro. So we're going to talk with uh, uh, Howard Sandler in a moment, but first we want to welcome uh, the proprietor of this fine establishment, <laughs> Presidential Cigars in Spring, Texas, Rafael. Rafael, help me with your last name. I, I just it was Rafael. What is it? Valier. Valier.
2: Yes, sir. Did I say that yes, right? Sir. Yep, correct. Raphael, welcome. Oh, wow, appreciate you guys having us on the show and coming out to our facilities.
0: Well, this is a beautiful place. Now, it almost feels like, tell me if this is right, that you designed a cigar lounge and then added a cigar store to it, as opposed to the lounge being kind of an afterthought to the cigar store, like some, some of them... You know, not being critical, but some of them seem like, oh yeah, we can put a lounge back in that room. This is this seems like you went, oh yeah, look at this place. This would be great. Yeah, right? correct. correct. Yeah.
2: We definitely want to kind of go with the a older feel so to speak of the cigar shop and how it traditionally used to be kind of bring that back and kind of the country club atmosphere and then have the cigar shop attached to it to where hey by the way you can go next door have a nice humidor, buy a cigar etc so now
0: this part that we're in is called the executive lounge correct so is that a a, a member's area how does that work for you yes
2: yeah, so um we have about 2,200 square feet of lounge. We have different rooms, conference room, uh, uh, so, some pro- two private rooms, and then the open lounge area for our members 24-7 access. Nice. Uh, you can get it time. That's yeah, great. Yeah, wow. so all of our members have 24-7 access. They can come have conferences here, business meetings, whatever the case may be. Use it at their leisure. Um, and also they get 10% off of all their purchases, we also even do something that I've, I haven't seen before since I've gone to cigar shops, and that's we give them a $200 credit per referral, and that's residual. So oh, you wow. bring six members, and you have a free membership for as long as they stay members. Wow, that's nice. great. Yeah. That's really So awesome. I want to
1: point out, too, that when you say you have this uh, nice big lounge here, wow, this, it looks so comfortable and inviting. Like you have all these nice little nooks where people can gather, but you also have open areas and a bar kind of area. Correct. So it looks like it's really set up for socializing as well. That's really
2: nice. Definitely, definitely. We want to bring that networking aspect to the bar, to the lounge as well. And that was another big thing. You know, you have a lot of uh, professionals who come and smoke and want to kind of bring them together and and, and um, really bring more value to a membership to say, hey, this isn't just a place where you can come and smoke, but this is also a place where you can advance your own personal career as well. I right. will
0: say that, um, you know, we've, We've been lit here for a few minutes cigar-wise, and the uh, the smoke is almost undetectable in the room. You must have a really superior
2: uh, ventilation system. Oh, yeah. That, that's one of our first priorities when we built the shop. want to make sure that we overkill in ventilation. Um, we, wanted, we really want to be women-friendly. And so when women come in, we want to make sure that the number one complaint did not exist. And that's leaving with... You know, smokes. like cigars, sure. Exactly. Absolutely. Not to mention, you know, your cleaner's bill is pretty high every week. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, right. we wanted to fix that. Definitely wanted mm-hmm. to fix that. Mm-hmm.
1: And speaking of being women-friendly, I went and perused your uh, um, humidor a little while ago. You actually have my wife's two favorite cigars in your humidor you have the uh, drew estate java mint and the juicy lucy natural yes sir so she uh, loves yeah. those cigars yeah Absolutely loves those
0: see they are they are female friendly here like yeah i always i always said if you if you know what if you know what the women want and you can bring them in the women in you'll have no trouble getting the guys yeah the guys the guys yeah. will follow if the women are there the guys will follow always exactly. uh so rafael uh the I don't know if you Tell me if you don't Want to talk about this But you know. the name of the place ju- uh, Changed just Correct. recently Yesterday To Presidential Cigars <laughs> Yesterday <laughs> It's much to my confusion When I
1: saw where We were going to be on- Online But this is really nice So uh,
0: so it was International Cigars Correct. Uh, Correct So tell me what led To the name change That's something You can
2: talk yeah, about Yeah yeah definitely Definitely So well, we purchased Just the cigar shop The lounge part of it Wasn't here So we purchased The cigar part um, From the previous owners she was open for about seventeen years. She did mm-hmm. um, pretty well for herself, uh, but we just kind of wanted to change the overall the vibe
0: of it. No, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Change the atmosphere, and et cetera. And so um, we just decided that you know after about a month or so of being open, we want to go ahead and change the name and start from start fresh.
0: Cool. Yeah, so. Cool. So it, it, that means, it, by the way, we're completely familiar with the concept of changing the name because we changed the name of the show like several episodes in. Of course, in our case, people were threatening a lawsuit that was completely unfounded. But our attorney, Daniel, you like spineless attorney, you uh, said, just change it. It'll be easier. He just didn't want to mess with it, I think. But, uh, you no, know, I, I love our attorney. Daniel. I we, but, but I think we came up with a better name anyway. You know, that's and that's what I'm hoping that you'll. uh Think as well, Raphael, You'll like the you'll like your new name uh, better, and I, I like Presidential Cigars. It has a good
2: sort of an elegant feel to it. It's it's awesome. You know, that's what we found. We found that it was actually when we kind of did a little survey on a few names, Presidential Cigars came up as the the favorite because it fit the atmosphere. You
0: know. Now, when you bought the business, and how long ago was that that you actually we purchased took over? the
2: business about four months ago, and we just opened up about a month and a half ago. Okay,
0: so happened. obviously they had a particular. You know sort of way that they stock the humidor particular lines and right. brands what how did you feel about it did you come in and go oh man we got to overhaul this or were you like pleased with where they already had you know uh, stock or what w- what was your thought process when
2: you said okay we're going to put our stamp on this well, when it comes to the inventory, she was amazing at inventory. Yeah. she had a ton of it um, and she carried a lot of different brands, had a very large variety and that's the one part that we really liked because in this area, she drew a lot of customers because of mainly because of her inventory. So we felt like if we could keep that going, but add to the overall you know atmosphere and add to the overall experience we can make this business a whole lot bigger than what it was. Did you end up changing your humidor uh, itself? Did you end up remodeling the humidor? Yeah, we redid redid this entire place. So we redid the entire humidor, um, had everything custom built out of cedar. I mean, we we went overboard and just made sure that when you walk in, it was an experience that you've never seen before.
0: Now, are you stepping into cigars? Is this your first time in, like, Doing cigar retail? Is yeah, this yeah. A, Actually, is this my a,
2: background is finance, so wow. um, I have an investment firm that I run, and that that's where my um, where all all of my training and everything came from.
0: So, is this like a dream job for you? Is this like what you've always wanted to do?
2: Yeah, pretty close to it. Pretty yeah. close to it. <laughs> I, I think uh, you know uh, my partners and I when we when we got into the business, we really wanted to get in because of we were members at other cigar lounges, and we felt like okay, hey, look, we can add a lot of value if we start our own and change a few things. Not to mention that it complements you know our other businesses as well.
0: Well, I, I'd love the vibe in here, and this is one of those. And I like the way you said it about the inventory. This is one of those places that. Even if it's not the place closest to you, it might be the place that you would go to sit and have a, a smoke. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of times, a lot of times, cigar stores may win just because they're closer right. to you, you know, right. geographically. But there's sometimes when it's worth driving past those and coming and, and having a cigar at a place like this. And I, I would definitely. Definitely feel like that's the case. So um, we're going to welcome uh, Howard Sandler from Coffee Cigars on in a moment. We only have a couple of minutes left in this segment. And one of the things, I don't know if we mentioned this, Raphael, or not, but uh, when you're a guest on the show... Uh, one of the there's really only one requirement, and that is that you have to help us taste the beers and the whiskeys. I hope this is not a problem with you, gentlemen. Okay, <laughs> not at all. Okay, good. Uh, we're going to taste, and thank you, Ian, for that. Uh, we're going to taste first off the Victory Summer Love. This is a summer brew, and I mentioned that I used to live uh, uh, really not very far from the Victory Brewing Company in uh, Pennsylvania, in the suburbs of of Philly, and they really are a great craft brewery. Now, I haven't had their summer. Uh, but it's obviously gonna be a lighter, blonder kind of ale, and uh, it is an ale and uh, i'm I'm curious as you know as we as we begin nosing into summertime, I am curious about you know which of these summer ales are gonna be the most fun to drink. So thank you, Ian, You're doing a great job pouring and making sure everybody gets some <laughs> uh, and uh, so we're gonna I will say on the nose, it's just got that very fresh sort of floral uh, summer summer beer uh, vibe to it. It seems exactly like what you would expect, I guess, is the best way it I can say
1: it. does smell kind of summer beer-like. I just, mm-hmm. per, uh, pardon my uh, absence from speaking. I had to set the mic down so I could pour the beers. Yes. And, and we appreciate you <laughs> doing that. Good job covering sir. that for me. Yes, <laughs> that's great. So, uh, so, so taste- tell me what is your first uh, initial flavors on this. What are you feeling?
0: Well, uh, on on the nose, I just got that sort of uh, sort of woodsy, grassy, summery type feel. Not too heavy on the grassy thing because I actually don't like that much in, in beers. But um, but it just had that sort of refreshing, maybe a little bit of lemony uh, vibe to it. A little, that, that little lemony bitterness the on taste. the end. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Reminds me of Pete's Wicked Summer Ale, which I used little to bit, like yeah. get every summer, like back in the day when I was first you know discovering better beers. Uh, I think it's. I think it's got a very sort of a crisp and fresh taste. The finish is really fast and dry. It is. It is a quick dry finish. How are
1: mm-hmm. you feeling about this, Howard? Mm-hmm. <laughs> forgetting Howard's he has with, a mic. Howard with <laughs> coffee cigars. So. I was busy drinking a beer. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's it's really a uh,
3: very refreshing. It's light. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with you about the 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 smell. It was excellent smell. You can taste a little citrus in it, and it would
0: be lemon. I would, I would think this would be a good beer for somebody who is just transitioning maybe to more flavorful beers from the mainstream beers, yeah. Like in and maybe like the stuff with lots of hops in it and stuff might scare you a little bit, but this is this is an easy transition, I think, into something with a little more flavor. What do you think, Raphael? I love it. Uh, yeah? I love it. This I, is right up your alley, beer-wise. Yeah. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> definitely.
2: Nice. Definitely. I definitely um, like
0: this one. Yeah, that's really good. What I like about it is it finishes quick and dry, but it does leave some flavor on the palate after you swallow it's not it does, like it doesn't of, just kind of disappear into right, nothingness right. you know uh that's really good all right uh we are uh gonna take a quick break we'll be back with segment number three and we want to talk with uh with howard sandler and find out more about what coffee cigars is all about where they come from and why this cigar is so damn good it is a good cigar Welcome back to Smoking and Toastin'. My name is Cruz. My co-host, Ian Berry. We are live at uh, Presidential Cigars in Spring. The address, by the way, if you want to enter it into that GPS phone app of yours, is 16880 Stubner Airline Road uh, in Spring.
1: Are you on the uh, Where to Smoke app, by the way?
2: You know, somebody just asked that question. We're not on there yet, but get we need on to there. get it's on there. Exactly. Yeah, it's a great app, and, and I can tell you that we use
0: it both of us do frequently yeah when just when in, we're in a an area that we're not as familiar with we'll hit that like where can we go have a cigar oh boom perfect yeah, that's awesome yeah. we'll we'll so, get on there this week yeah for sure <laughs> it's it's definitely uh worth it Raphael is here from presidential cigars and then howard sandler is here uh and howard i've been mispronouncing uh your cigar line and i apologize i think you told me at the very beginning of the show how to do it and i just screwed it up ever since then but it's kathy that's K- correct. It's spelled K A F I E, and I. It just looks like it would be coffee to me, not like coffee, like coffee to, coffee, coffee, like. but 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 it looks yeah. like it would be, uh, but it's but it's nineteen oh one cigars, and um. That's moving. That's moving
1: from New York over to like the, the
0: Midwest. That's right. right. It's it's a Midwest right. sort of a vibe. Exactly. <laughs> it's a, um, Howard, tell me first of all, how did you get involved with the Caffey Cigars and then tell us a little bit about the company because I don't know a lot about okay. Caffey. Well, actually I, I met doc the
3: gentleman that owns it is, is Dr. Gabby Caffey. Oh, so that's the name? Of Miami. Okay. And this is his last name and uh, this has been a passion of his for many, many years. He uh, stopped practicing medicine and went into the cigar business due to medical reasons of his. But enough said of that. Love that. And... Uh, Basically, uh, Caffey cigars are uh, made in uh, Danley, Honduras. We have our own factory that we manufacture all our product in. And uh, we we only make uh, four different uh, cigars. We make a Maduro, a Connecticut, a Sumatra, and a San Andreas, which is a box-pressed. Okay. And uh, before I go on, I do want to say that uh, Presidential Cigars, we've held an event here. It went very, very well. Uh, this is a type of place when you come in and you sit down, you smoke a cigar. Everybody talks to you, and it's like smoking at home in your den, except your wife isn't complaining that you're smoking inside. <laughs>
1: nice. I gotta say the seats here are awesome.
0: Yeah, it's they're very comfortable. comfortable. Mm-hmm. Very comfortable. I can't even lean back or I'll
1: be falling asleep yeah.
3: here. <laughs> now the cigar to you gentlemen are smoking right now is our uh, Don Fernando Maduro. The Don Fernando Maduro. Don Fernando Maduro. This is a very
0: complex smoke. It's very impressive.
3: Yes, it is. Now, that that particular, it's got a uh, Nicaraguan Habano wrapper. It's got a Honduran binder and Dominican and Nicaragua filler. And uh, all these cigars are priced very well. They're in the $10 range or less, depending on size. That That's you buy.
1: Great. So this uh, this Corona I'm smoking here comes in where? Like what price range? Eight, nine dollars. It's nice. It's got it's got a nice big like uh, coffee kind of chocolatey flavors mm-hmm. it's developing into right now. It's a really, really good mm-hmm. smoke.
0: We have a thing that we do when we talk about cigars on the show that we call price to quality. Mm-hmm. And when we uh, smoke a cigar or talk about a cigar that we've smoked in the previous week, uh, we always try to give a price to quality number. With five being, you got exactly what you paid for. And one of the things that I have noticed in the, there's a lot of cigars in that 8 $9 price range, especially. Like, that's where you can start to feel like you're really getting a little more than what that's you paid for. It's a real for. sweet spot. It yeah. really is, yeah. And And I would definitely put this, I mean... In a price to quality, I, this would easily be a 6.5 to a 7 to me because it smokes more like an 11 or $12 cigar, in my opinion. You, you know? took
1: the words right out of my mouth. The construction on this is beautiful, too. Yeah. Like, it's just...
0: Oh, yeah. it's feels smoking. great. Look at Miami. that. That is an absolute perfect burn so far. Mm-hmm. That's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so, t- tell me a little bit about the cigar, the factory, the the lineup. Okay. How- the, the factory is in
3: Danley, Honduras. I love so Honduran cigars, by the and, way. And... Uh, Gabby Caffey actually goes down there. He does purchases his, his tobacco. He wants to know everything that's going into it. He handpicked all his rollers so we can get a perfect roll. We draw test everything. We have the latest up-to-date equipment that you can get today. Well, uh,
1: now I have a sentence that I just want to see if I'm able to say. So Gabby Caffey of Caffey Cigars also sells coffee. Right? Right. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to put that out Gabby there. Gabby yeah. Caffey
0: of Caffey Cigars also oh, sells, s- coffee. sells coffee. Caffey coffee. Caffey, Caffey, Caffey. coffee. We actually, <laughs>
3: we actually bring that in from Honduras. It's organic coffee, and it's a medium dark roast. It's USDA yeah. certified organic. Yeah. Mm. And uh, we actually, every bag that we sell, we donate money to the Cigar Rights of America. Very good.
0: Nice. Very good. And I'm going to, you know, I, I, it's interesting that you mentioned that because there is a story that I wanted to share about a place where I, I used to live basically two neighborhoods over uh, from it um, and used to work. Uh, my office that I worked at at the time was in Rockville, Maryland. Rockville, Maryland, suburb of Washington, D.C., just passed a, uh, a new ordinance or law that is now prohibiting outdoor smoking in bars and restaurants outdoor smoking so restaurants and bars you know that where you can't smoke inside totally understand particularly in the restaurant side but many of them you know are just waiting for good weather so that people can use their outdoor uh, area so that they can smoke and nope. now the the cigar police are chomping down on you even being able to smoke outside designated outside smoking area and that's why an organization like Cigar Rights of America is so important and I'm really happy that you're that you're doing that
1: that's, that's pretty ridiculous when you can't smoke outside
0: yeah yeah what's next can't smoke in your own home yeah at some yeah. point right yeah you can't smoke on your own porch yeah it's, we're gonna have to be careful it's like uh, I have a friend who lives in Los Angeles that says he enjoys you know uh, leaving California every once in a while not because he, you know, wants to go on vacation. He just wants to smoke a cigar. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of how crazy it, it has gotten there, you know. But uh, anyway, I, I think it's great that you're supporting uh, uh, cigar rights of, uh, uh, of America. That's, that's fantastic.
3: Good. Now, our, our latest one that we brought out was our San Andreas box pressed. It's oh, got yeah. A San Andreas wrapper from Mexico, a Honduran binder. The filler is Brazil, Nicaraguan, and Dominican.
0: So does uh, Mr. Caffey, the former doctor, Mm -hmm. does he get involved in the blending of the cigars? Does he, you know, find like a master cigar blender to do it for him? How does that process? Okay, actually, he blends his own cigars. He blends his own. Wow. Now, I would think that would be so fun. Just think of the trial and error involved, Ian. You know, if you were actually blending your own cigars, you're like, well, this is pretty good, but it's not it. Keep working. (laughs) I got to picture him over a big iron cauldron tossing (laughs) in little bits of
1: this and a little bit of that Mm. coming up with the perfect mix
0: i don't know if it's as fun as it sounds but it (laughs) sounds it sounds
3: like a lot of fun well it's a lot of fun when you hit the perfect
0: blend yes absolutely that would be when you go like eureka i got it you know that's it i've I've smoked a few cigars which will remain nameless at this point where you go where how did the master blend blender come up with this and go eureka i've got it like this isn't that good (laughs) But, uh, but when you do, uh, it's got to be a great thing. And I, I have to say, I will be leaving here today with more of these. These are fantastic. Well,
3: good. It's not, not a really problem. Good. You can just go to our humidor. Yep, yep. And
0: they'll be happy to sell them to you. I already took a peek in there, and it looks like he's well-stocked. So, uh, so that's fantastic. Um, we are going to taste another beer here. This is um, one of Ian's favorite brewers and one of my favorite beer styles. It's uh, Bell's from Michigan. And this is the Am I Right or Amarillo, which is a very Texasy name for a Michigan beer. It is, and I've uh, never tried this one. Uh, I keep seeing it on the shelf, but
1: the problem I have is every time I see it on the shelf, it's right next to their um, their uh, uh, their IPA, which I think is just brilliant. Well, so this is... The Two-Hearted is, Ale, which so is are Right,
0: Two-Hearted Ale is great. They're calling this an American IPA. An American so, IPA. Which has to do with the varieties of hops they use, and is more like the West Coast uh, IPA style I think when they call it American IPA. But uh, I would is say a 6% on six percent by volume. Yep. Yeah. On first nose it, it it's it's got a great fragrance to it, but it it smells pretty much like a typical IPA or American pale ale. I'll
1: agree with that. It smells like a pale ale with a little IPA
0: influence to it. Ooh. But so. wow it's it's more complex than that when you take that sip. There's real uh, there's real citrus on the finish, but it doesn't hit you right away. At first, I was going to say it is very comparable to like a Sierra Nevada pale ale, just kind of a straight, uh, delicious sort of a pale ale vibe. But then it kicks in with a little more. It's
1: way on complex the back. on yeah. the on the back end with the hops. Mm. And, but the, what's funny is the hops leaves, and you end up with just that little bit of citrus uh-huh. kind of flavor on it. It's pretty interesting.
2: Raphael, what do you think? I like this one. Yeah. Definitely different from the last one. But yes. Yeah. Well, it's definitely a more full, <laughs> <right>. more more <laughs> flavorful
0: kind of beer, and and you know, you know, d- just depending on what your taste is, right. you might not drink as many of these in a sitting as you would of say that Victory Summer Ale, but uh, but the flavor profile I think is fantastic. What, oh, do, yeah. you, what do you think,
3: Howard? Well, it, it is a complex beer, mm-hmm. and it has a great flavor to it and it really goes well with a cigar by the way
2: mm-hmm. yeah. uh, i was about to ask that it, 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 <laughs> it especially <laughs> a coffee cigar <laughs> and i'll say
0: this i'm a i'm a fan of ipas and pale ales and i enjoy the bitter but sometimes i struggle a little bit with a cigar that the finish leaves a lot of bitter uh, and and then if you try to go to the cigar, some of that bitterness gets imparted to the cigar. Uh, this though has that nice citrus finish, which keeps that from happening, and so it does become a great I think, beer to pair. with I think with there's the cigar. enough
1: malt up front on this one too to do that, and to,
0: and to keep hey, you happy. You're doing you really Mr. well. Last
1: week you brought nothing but stellar beers. Well,
0: we'll see how we do because I got this. Uh, I got this curmudgeon coming up, so this is uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we also, by the way, in the next segment, we'll be tasting this special. Uh, Knob Creek, and I'll have you tell the story again of how this was selected, but uh, this is going to be, I think, a pretty exceptional whiskey that we're tasting. I'm pretty excited. We're live from uh, Presidential Cigars in spring. More cigar questions uh, for Raphael and Howard coming up in the next segment. Welcome back. It's smoking and toasting. My name is Cruz. Ian Barry is here with me. Bobby, the producer, is on the decks. I like to say he's on the wheels of steel, even though there are no turntables actually involved, just because I like saying wheels I, of steel. I love that, too. I want to see him <laughs> scratching a little bit. Uh, that, would be, that would be pretty cool if we were out live and all of a sudden Bobby just started scratching the soundtrack to the show. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> well, We're live at Presidential Cigars in Spring, uh, Texas, suburb of the great city of Houston. And we are at the Executive Lounge at Presidential Cigars at 16880 Stubner Airline Road uh, in Spring. Uh, Howard Sandler from uh, Caffey Cigars is here and Raphael from, uh, from the... Presidential Cigars Establishment. First of all, you should know this is a big place. It's deceivingly big. When you see it from the outside, you don't realize how large it is, it's, uh, especially with the lounge part of it. And the lounge is much bigger than, I mean, you've got a nice big humidor and a great store space, Correct. but it's not one of those places where it's got a little lounge stuck in the back. This is a big, luxurious kind of a uh, cigar lounge. It, yeah. it's, it's what I like to refer to as a home away from home. Yes, and that's that's the nice space here. that uh, totally works. Raphael, tell me, um, and I realize that you're just kind of in the front end of, of being, you know, in the cigar retail side of, of the business. But right. tell me, are the are the traditional cigar brands? Still selling the way that they used to. In other words, if you think about Romeo and Juliet, uh, um, uh, Macanudo, Cohiba. Monte Cristo, Cohiba, like, like the, the sort of like brands that we've always known. Right. Because there are so many more of these great boutique uh, uh, companies like Cafe Cigar as a perfect example mm-hmm. on the shelves now. Do people still buy the old names or or have the because I can't tell you how long it's been since I bought a Monte Cristo, <laughs> right. even though they're great cigars. Right. But I just you know I just keep trying
2: and 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 going back to some of the boutique brands that I like. Yeah, I, I would definitely say it's changing in my opinion, just from seeing what the consumers come in and purchase. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you'll see kind of the guys who don't smoke as often. They'll come in and find the name brand cigars, the bigger names mm-hmm. that they're familiar with, and go to those. But for a lot of your guys who come in every day, our regular customers, they're going to definitely go more towards the boutique cigars and, and kind of do a little bit more event, adventuring into the cigar, so to speak. Well, mm-hmm. see, so, you know, one of my favorite
1: things to do is when I walk into a cigar shop. I speak to an employer or the proprietor. I say, hey, what do you suggest? Here's what I like.
0: What, what will I be smoking today? Yes, yeah. what will
1: I be smoking today? I love doing that and, and right. just trying different things. I know there's a, there's a mentality out there where people go, okay, well, I know this brand, so that's what I'm going to get. And sure. I think we get that a lot in, in the uh, drink industry as well. Sure. Um, where well, this is just a known factor, so it's easy. I don't have to think about it. But, right. like, for me personally, I walk into a humidor, I love seeing stuff I've never seen before.
2: Awesome. You know, like
1: to me, it's like going to see one of my favorite bands that's been around for years, and they play nothing but new stuff. I love that. Everyone else hates that. (laughs) But I love that. You know, like to me, that's like I've got all the other albums. I want to hear something new or see something new or try something So
0: you love going to see Todd Rundgren. <laughs> he never plays anything. He never plays a hit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> ever. You
2: know, and that's a very good point. I think that's something that we actually looked into as far as building out our humidor and partnering with guys like Howard and, and other boutique cigar companies, brands, to where, you know, we can have more variety instead of just, you know, pushing the name brand cigars and et cetera. And I think we have a in my opinion, we have a pretty well Mm -hmm. Um, It's well-rounded. You've
0: you've got the big names in there for sure. Like if people are looking for a a Romeo and Juliet, they can find it in there, you know, and and a nice selection of them. But, yeah, I I think that's important because someone who's like Ian was describing or me, like I want to come in and see something I've never seen before. That's always exciting to me uh, to try it. And, you know, it is – I mean, there's a little bit of a risk. You're going to pay – $8, $10, $15 $8, $10, $15 maybe for a cigar, and it might not be that good. But I got to tell you, the chances are that the guys who are the proprietors of the store have done a little bit of their homework on this stuff, right? Right, and they're going right. to curate their selection, too. They're going to go, exactly. okay,
1: well, this isn't so good, so we're probably not going to get this one anymore,
0: you know? And right. especially if we ask you, hey... Uh, well, I like this. What I usually like to smoke is, you know, this and that. You can kind of tell if we're on the right track or not, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Which means that it's your job then to make sure you have a good smoking knowledge of everything that you're carrying, or at least almost everything, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> it's a I tough job, but somebody's got to do it. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> That's also why we're here. Uh, definitely uh, go go ahead you were going to say
3: something yeah and it's really important because everybody's palate is different right and it's so important like when you come here somebody from here walks into the humidor with you to help you right and that that does a lot because it shows that you have confidence in what you're carrying and that you're going to carry something good and you're going to recommend it to a customer after they tell you what they like right
0: and I think that's important. And now, um, when, when people ask you what your cigars are like, who haven't smoked one, is it, is it considered, like, not cool to compare them to other brands? Say, oh, if you like this or this, you might like it. Or is that, or is that cool? Is that no, okay? A- actually, a lot of my customers,
3: if I walk in there and they're busy, I will walk in the humidor with people that mm-hmm. walk in. Mm-hmm. And I'll ask them, what type of cigar do you like? What have you been smoking? And I'll recommend other cigars because I smoke all kinds of cigars, oh, yeah. I, not I, I just the we're... ones I sell. Sure. And usually when they leave, they might buy two or three or four cigars. Nine chances out of ten, one of them will be mine. Right. Because I want them to compare that to the things they There's nothing bite. wrong with that. And
0: I love that. And see, that's, that also shows confidence in the quality of your cigars. Exactly. If you're recommending them other things that you like and you're saying take one of these you're saying yeah i think we can hold our own next <laughs> mm-hmm. to you know the caos or whatever the whatever the other brands might be yeah. right. right well
3: i will put our maduro up against anybody's maduro in the industry this is well, a fantastic this, is,
0: this really is a great cigar mm-hmm. i'm and it keeps developing more this.
1: and more like that chocolate mocha kind of thing going on it's mm-hmm. delicious and it goes great with the beer so far oh now, yes I'm it goes it goes tremendous it
3: also goes well with coffee if you're drinking a cup of coffee mm-hmm. it's a great cigar so, these are great for breakfast, too.
1: Es- we should, especially coffee
0: coffee. Of yeah. course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we should do a, a coffee and cigar pairing show. That would be fun. Because I I know almost nothing about coffee. Can we put whiskey in the coffee? We can, we can do, you can do anything you want. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's actually the event we're doing tomorrow.
2: Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Now,
0: now, tell us about that. Well, you, it's a coffee and cigar pairing
2: event? Correct. So, it's a coffee and cigar pairing event. So, we have... Um, it's kind. Of, we're doing a Cuban culture event, so we nice. have a Cuban coffee coming out. We have a Cuban rum coming out. Cuban restaurants coming out. So we have two Cuban restaurants actually coming out, and then we'll have a guy who um, does Cuban hand rolled cigars. Nice. And so they're all coming out, and they're going to show you how to do the pairing and pretty much give you that Cuban culture, that whole experience. And mm-hmm. so we're actually having that event tomorrow from uh, six to twelve. That so, what's like the blast. best
0: way to stay up to speed with these events that you do? Is it uh, uh, Facebook? Facebook is it email Facebook. list?
2: What's the best way? So we do both. So we 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 shoot every. We try to get everybody's contact information to send out mass emails as well. But Facebook is typically the best. What's your way. What's
1: your email address? I'm
2: um, sorry, email oh, not
1: email address, but uh, email or uh, web address. My fault.
2: Well, oh, so uh, Facebook is just it's at. Presidential Cigars. At Presidential Cigars. At that's Presidential okay. Cigars. Fantastic. Yep. So that's the best way to find you. Best way to find us. Okay, and and you'll have all the other
0: info there. And we can yeah, everything is there. We Facebook post all, all
2: events at least, you know, uh, a couple weeks in advance and let everybody know what's going on and keep them up to date.
1: And you have a mailing list, an uh, email list that you can get on and, and find out. Exactly. exactly. And
0: we have a link, actually, a link to your, um, uh, on our Facebook page, at Smoking and and uh, we link to your um event event that you had for our broadcast today Perfect. and uh, so you can find that as well at our uh, Facebook page which is facebook.com slash Ian help me here so I get Facebook right. <laughs> Smoking and toasting. Smoking in toasting. Yeah the letter
1: N because they won't let me use an ampersand. Smoking and toasting. No G's.
0: Right. Smoking, letter N, toasting. And and how do we yeah. get a
1: hold of uh, Caffey cigars? Well Caffey cigars
3: uh, you can definitely come to Presidential and get them. Uh we, it's uh, Caffe nineteen oh one Cigars dot com. Yeah, Cafe you have a really beautiful website. Cigars. I was Thank on it. You. it was really nice. Thank you. He, really he nice. did a lot of work putting that together. And I do want to point out one thing: when you come up here to Presidential, it's a
0: huge parking lot, so it won't yes, be a problem to find a space. Yeah, and that's an <laughs> that important nice, thing to uh, know. Definitely. That's an important thing to know, uh, guys. We need to sample some whiskey before this uh, segment is done here. This is the, uh, um, the I'm
1: experienced with this whiskey. I actually drank some last night. Oh,
0: okay. Well, that's, <laughs> that's why that know. bottle is not as pristine is, as it should. Is have been. this <laughs> mine? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's. Oh yours. well, why, Thank you. So, uh, Ian, tell us once again, real quick, about the uh, this Knob Creek. Okay, this and, is the single barrel from
1: the Houston Whiskey Social. This is a barrel hand selected by uh, the Houston Whiskey Social folks who we had on uh, just a few weeks ago. This yep. is their single barrel reserve, small batch, nine-year-old, 120 proof, uh, Knob wow. Creek. And it is delicious. If you like Knob Creek, this is like Knob Creek, but One like square. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's delicious.
0: Well, I can tell you just from the first nose pass over it, wow, it's I, I, vanilla, honey, like right in the first like uh, uh, flavor aroma, you know? Big time, big time. And, and that's, that's the kind of whiskey I really enjoy. It's stuff that has more of that, you know, more of that vanilla, oaky, uh, buttery uh, sort of flavor. I'm I'm learning on the the peaty stuff, but it but is this I do
1: love. It is also 120 proof, so I highly recommend a little splash of water in it. Oh. <laughs> Howard's looking at me. He's like, I drank it already. Like, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs>
3: Water just dilutes it. (laughs) (laughs) but It's very good. It's smooth. I'm I'm normally a scotch drinker, but this is very good.
1: Mm -hmm. I like scotch. Oh, see, and when you put a little water in it, you get some brown sugar flavors in in there, and... Man, it opens it up oh, and makes yeah. it delicious. Oh. If you'd like to try a second shot, I have some
0: here. <laughs> 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 I, yeah, well, I, I have it. to work the rest of today. <laughs> I, I know a guy with a bottle. I am working. This is awesome. Can I just take this time to pause and say... What a great country this is <laughs> this is, this is. <laughs> <laughs> What a great country we're live from presidential cigars uh, on Stubner Airline Road in spring. Uh, we have one more beer to taste and, and more uh, more cigar talk with guys that really do actually know what they're talking about. plus Ian and me it's uh, smoking and toasting
2: on the beach in Hawaii. you were here with me Walking on the beach in Hawaii Playing on the golden
0: sand Welcome back. It's smoking and Toast, and we're live from Presidential Cigars in Spring at 16880 Stubner Airline Road in Spring, Texas. We're in the executive lounge, but I wanted to mention, Ian, you were showing me uh, out in the store area uh, that they have the humidor that's your exact humidor. The yeah, the exact
1: same humidor that I have yeah. at the house. It's a little cabinet with two uh, two cabinet doors and then four drawers inside. I love uh, that thing. Uh, that's awesome. I don't even know how many cigars it holds, but it's a bunch. I think like 100 is conservative. Yeah. It's, Definitely. it's yeah. a nice humidor. I love Definitely. that. Thing. Yeah,
0: They've got a great selection of accessories. I already saw an ashtray that I really, really want. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I don't collect many things, but Day of the Dead stuff and ashtrays. That's, That's awesome.
1: I have one ashtray. Oh, yeah. And it's the one I <laughs> gave you, gave it you it to me. for <laughs> <me>. Christmas. Yes. <laughs> we actually just brought li- some
2: back from Cuba.
1: I lied. Oh, no I kidding. Have, yeah. Wow. I have two ashtrays. I still have that old piece of 2 by 6 that my brother hacked out with a, uh, with a uh, router and made an ashtray out of.
0: We were at a live broadcast at uh, one of the uh, other cigar uh, establishments in Houston and Ian was looking at this, uh, uh, This they call them the stinky ashtrays, the ones that are real deep and he was looking at it and he was like I, I may have to pick that up. I go, oh don't do that, you'll be spoiling your Christmas gift. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I still act surprised.
0: So, yeah, he did. He did a nice job of it too. Uh, so what do you like best about being since since you're new basically to the cigar retail business right. what do you like best about it so far like
2: what's what's making you happy Um I would definitely say the people man meeting all the the different guys that are coming in and getting us being able to socialize and just network I mean it's just been amazing I mean the people who smoke cigars is it's a different breed <laughs> But it's also
0: a real I I found a real broad cross section of Society, Like, you got oh, everything yeah. from, you know, I have a tendency to think of everything in musical terms, but you got everything from, like, classical music aficionados to right. hip-hop guys and everything right. in between, Correct. all, like, totally into cigars and loving the whole sort of sensual experience, I guess, of of, right. of, of smoking, you know? Correct. Uh, wh- uh, what about you, Howard? What drew you to the cigar business? Excuse me? What drew you to the cigar business, and what do you enjoy well, the most well, actually, about it? actually,
3: I've been smoking cigars for about 40 years. You've
0: got to be good at
3: it by now. And, and <laughs> I, I just love cigars. And and when I retired from my old job, I, I, I didn't work for four days, and I knew I had to go back to work. <laughs> and and I, was, I was fortunate enough to meet Gabby Caffey, and after we talked uh, about 45 minutes to an hour, He said, you got to come to work for me, and here I am.
0: Was that a chance meeting? Did you bump into him somewhere? Well, no, actually, he was
3: was at an event at another local shop. Okay, and you you got to
0: meet him there and and talk cigars. And I got
3: to meet him and talk cigars. Yeah. And I do want to bring up, uh, real quick, you know, next month is Father's Day. Yes. And if your dad smokes cigars, come on over to Presidential and get him some cigars. Let him feel like he's presidential for uh, Father's see, Day. See,
1: that's yeah, good. That's, so, a, that's a perfect So, pitch, yeah. I got a couple quick questions. I'm curious about this. So, obviously, yeah. when you buy this place... Correct. Um, you have to start your own accounts with all the distributors and everything else. How Correct. did you guys end up meeting?
3: Well, actually, uh, a, another local shop that's real good friends with the, the owners here mm-hmm. told them about me, and I came up here, and... Uh, Brought some samples, let them smoke them. And just like you guys, they said, wow, these are great. And then we did an event here, which went very, very well. And uh, that's how I ended up getting hooked up with them. That's kind of how it went down. And and then I found out I was the first rep that they called about coming here. Raphael told Daryl, you need to call Howard. And here I am.
0: (laughs) So I have noticed, and I'm sure, look, I'm sure there's, Competition, there would have to be between cigar shops. But I've noticed there's also a certain amount of
2: cooperation and camaraderie, at least between some. Are you finding that to be the case? Definitely. We actually got a lot of help and support from a lot of cigar shops in the area. Uh, We were members at Sirius. We were members at Cognac. We were members... I'm um, at a couple other shops um, in the Houston area. So because of that, and once we told those guys, hey, look, this is kind of what our intentions are, you know, they gave us a lot of good insight. K- KJ over at uh, Cognac Cigars, Ron over at Sirius, and then Mike over at um, the cigar shop.
3: On uh, Gary Ashford? Uh, yeah. Okay, that is a Friendly Fire. That's friendly, friendly Fire. fire. Yeah, friendly We did a show. Perfect. Yeah, so all those
2: guys helped us out. Uh, actually, Davendoff even pitched in some advice, and we went over to their shop, checked them out, and they gave us some really sound advice. So honestly, I mean, it was just a blessing to... Be able to have access to those guys, and they gave us a lot of knowledge because, like you said earlier, you know, this wasn't the industry that we came from. We weren't used to this industry. That's great. So, yeah. I
0: think it's awesome, though, to have like new blood, to have as great as it is, obviously, to have people who've been in the cigar business for years and understand. Uh, you know, the history and all that. It's great to have new blood, to have people who come in and maybe look at things differently. And that may be how you get this kind of a lounge, you know. Right. When you've been members at places. You've been right. in these cigar lounges. You know what you've seen that you feel like works the best. And you were able to translate it into a place like this, which just, I mean, the second you walk in here, you're like, yeah. okay, I'm home. You can feel the personality in here. It's very welcoming. Yeah. Definitely appreciate it. And that was
2: actually the thing. Because we got all that help, we didn't want to make it feel like competition to these guys. We want to be respectful. So even from the location we chose... Was in respect to where all the other shops were, to where we want to make sure we we're outside of that, you know, kind five of mile of radius. The footprint. Yeah. Exactly, uh-huh. and I then understand. with the the structure of the shop, we want to make sure that it was a different demographic that we were targeting. So, therefore, we weren't. We were letting everybody know, hey, look, we're friendly coming into the business. <laughs> By the way, I
0: want to mention you've got a gorgeous aquarium in
2: there. Oh, it's absolutely you. beautiful. Thank you. And that
0: aquarium is actually how we wound up being here. Because the exactly. guy that tends that aquarium and takes care of it uh, for you. Yes sir. Actually works with my wife and he mm-hmm. said to my wife to you gotta tell Cruz and Ian to go to this place and check it out. And so that's that's how this all came about in the oh, first Oh, Yeah, place. fish so,
2: galleries did our aquarium, they're amazing, man. They actually did my aquarium at my house as well. <laughs>
0: they're <that>. well so
2: <laughs> it's beautiful and you
0: don't necessarily think of an aquarium. In a cigar lounge, but it totally works. Oh, totally, yeah, totally works. Well, an
3: aquarium is very relaxing. Yes. And when you come in here to smoke a cigar, you come here to sit and relax.
0: And you know, that's one of the things uh, that I loved about this walking in, and I think all the best cigar lounges have that, is it might actually be a little more relaxing mm-hmm. than smoking at home would have been. I don't know, it's a different surrounding. Maybe you're not, don't have the same distractions, you know. Uh, that you might have at home, right? Uh, uh, whatever it is, it's just so nice to be able to come in and have that sort of perfect cigar experience, where you're just really savoring it and understanding. Now, what
2: about uh, what about drinks? Do you have drinks available here? Can people bring them in? So um, it's BYOB essentially. Uh, we do have a partnership with Budweiser. So Budweiser supplies us with a lot of our beer and everything else. We don't sell liquor but for all of our members we give them alcohol. We give them beer. We always have different types of scotches and bourbons up so there for the So if I'm a member try.
0: you got a stock bar and fridge? Is that what you're saying? Free access for Ian, all we, of our members. We gotta look into membership. Uh, I don't, I don't
1: know what the membership cost is but <laughs> I can punish that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: Definitely. Yeah, you could cause a revision in the rules <laughs> all by yourself. you know? we have, we have the Ian Berry clause. <laughs> well we we weren't going to put a limitation on how many times you could visit the fridge, but then Ian Barry joined. And, uh, um, Ian, speaking of uh, great beer, uh, we have one more to taste here before the show is over. And uh, uh, this is something that uh, you, I didn't realize this when I uh, brought this beer in, but this is already something you've tried. Okay, so this is
1: a Founders, and, and we all know I'm a big fan of Founders. Like their, uh, their uh, uh, breakfast stout is amazing.
0: I have had that, and it's good, and I'm I'm a huge fan of their all-day IPA.
1: Their all-day IPA is fantastic. I mean, they do so many good things. Uh, Their porter is amazing. This is called curmudgeon, and this is an old ale, and uh, I'll read it right off the bottom. It's got
0: a picture of an old guy on the label. Right, an old curmudgeon. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) And uh, it says, old ale brewed with molasses and oak age. So it's an old ale brewed with molasses, and they uh, age it in oak barrels. And the first time I ever got this, um, the first time I ever had this, I was in Austin visiting a friend of mine, and uh, and he lives like like Barton Springs in South First, so he's got this great place there. And uh, right up the road is this little shop, and this is where I always go because they have a little tiny humidor that they tend well. Like, I've never gotten a bad cigar out of there, so i you know, the mainstream stuff, but I'll go grab a cigar. And they always have a great selection of beer, and it's just a little place in a strip center. You'd never even guess from me. It's like a... I can't remember the name of it, but it looks like like a Super K or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And you'd never guess when you walk in, but they have a great selection of wine and beer, and I walked in and they had this. They didn't have um, any of the other founder stuff, but they had this. And I thought, well, hey, I'll try it. And holy cow, is this a good beer. Okay. I absolutely so, love this stuff. I and you know me, I like malty. Yes. I, this is definitely malty. It's also a dangerous 9.8%. <laughs> okay, there you okay, go. so not your sessionable beer. Yeah. I just made up that word ballist. but uh, it is uh, it is big and you, well. You tell me about it after you have a seven.
0: Well, I was just going to say on the on the first on the nose on the first, you definitely get the malt, and you get that sort of um, I call it a sort of a raisiny sweetness yep, yep, that yep. Uh, a little date kind of uh, yeah, flavor to it. it. It's it's definitely smells terrific, and then and mm, it's a
1: sweet ale too. You'll you'll notice right off the bat. It's
0: very sweet, and that actually makes it taste I think different than a lot of the. Barrel-aged and barley wines and, and things that we've tasted. This has a sweeter profile now, to I'll it. Now, I'll
1: tell you, take a nice big swig of that and then take a big puff off that nice chocolatey Maduro that you have, and mm-hmm. you're going to find that this is going to be a beautiful flavor.
3: The uh, Caffey
0: 1901 Maduro. Mm. Yes, this is... Well, tell me the name of this. You, you mentioned a name of this particular It's cigar. the Don
1: Fernando Maduro.
3: Don
0: Fernando, okay. Mm.
1: The Don Fernando Maduro, and and it's going to go so well with mm. this with this beer. I love wow, this. Wow, that works. Now this is way different from the other beers that we've had. How are, how do
3: you this You're this like. is actually I, I like this the best out of all. And I, I, maybe it's because I might be considered an old curmudgeon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, I noticed the resemblance
3: from the guy on the bottle. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that he has gray hair. But I'm just happy I have hair. Raphael, your thoughts on this? I
2: love this one the best as well. Really? Uh, wow. The, uh, the uh, Beer-wise. Now, the Knob Creek, I don't think it, it, we can't top it's gonna that It's going to be tough one. to top that. It's tough to top that one. But uh, beer-wise, I love this one the best.
0: Well, guys, I have to say we are uh, just about out of time. It has been such a pleasure uh, visiting here, we will be back both professionally and socially uh, because this is just a great place to hang. And uh, I love uh, the humidor that you've curated there. Love the uh, the just the whole vibe yeah. of the, the vibe. of the suite, the executive lounge. Uh, Ian, any final thoughts as we? Uh No, man. Thanks for having us out. This is great. All right, we're working on the light beer show. More details of that, I will post them on the Facebook page. And thank you guys so much for listening to Smoking and Toasting. And gentlemen, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us.